Hello and welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real-play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy of a popular space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, previously you will have heard... Uh, in any case, yeah, so there was a big fight, uh, people got murdered, and the, uh, the conclusion of the fight uh, was that you guys are now on an Imperial shuttle um, being taken up to Villaman's ship. Is there anything that you guys want to try and do or pull on the shuttle? I'm still feigning to be unconscious, so was, I'm going to play along. I was going to say, and, I, and Eshka knows that Tiama and Ronas are just pretending to be dead. Um, Yamanji. Oh, yeah, Ronis, sorry. sorry. Ronus is, is, is actually like almost dead. Yes, Ronus is Ronus is heavily heavily yeah. Ronus is having a really 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 bad day. Yes. Um. um but yeah, so I think knowing that Eshka's going to for once in her life cooperate. Play it cool. Because cuz yeah, like it, it's one of those things where if they if they play it cool for now, they might still get out of this alive. Whereas if they go off the rails, that decreases chances real quick. Okay. Um, the last thing that is going to happen um, I, I, that before. Oh wait, I do want to do something. If I'm a is and this is something I guess just in terms of mechanics of like, mm-hmm. I want to know if it's something that I would need to move or betray the ruse. I wouldn't do it, but I figured Kiama would know. Can I use sense without, while, like, pretending to be dead? Hmm. Interesting question. Like, does it have, like, the verbal somatic, uh, does it have any components that means I have to do something, or is it just a close your Uh, your eyes, open your mind to the force kind of thing? I'm gonna gonna say that there is a decent chance that you may, um, like, the action of you centering yourself and so on, uh, there is a risk to it, yes. Um, that either Velamin or Ronus would feel it. Right, yeah. Okay, then I'm not going to do anything. Okay. Um, so then the last uh, sort of juncture or decision point is as the shuttle approaches um, the docking with the ship, um, one of the other uh, Imperials is going to go around to each of you, um, intending to jab you with a syringe. Is that the kind of thing that you're going to tolerate? Or are you going to stay on stay on target? Uh, all of us? Yes, each and every one of you. Uh, I I will definitely like kind of flinch back with sort of a I'm sorry what look. Okay. Um, he is going to try and grab you. He does not. Uh, he does not provide any explanation. Are you going to try and uh, demand one? Uh, I think I start to and. Then I worry that I will be too much of a sassy pants. Okay. So I so I like bite my sentence off, and I don't like I don't like you know fight back or run away, but I kind of like <laughs> like I'm picturing Eshka just sort of like shrinking away, like you know Ringing. in multiple in Are multiple you- directions every time he tries to grab her until he finally just grabs her. <laughs> Are you a hissy oh. cat at the vet? Is that the uh, yes, except I'm not letting myself actually hiss. <laughs> because I'm afraid if I let myself hiss, it's gonna go even more sideways. But Ed, 
in body language, yes. <laughs> so you kind of dodge around his gauntleted hand some. It's one of the uh, the heavy troopers. And I will... What's your agility, Eshka? I want to say three, but let okay. me check. It might be two. It's three. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it, it, after you, you dodge him uh, for a little bit, and uh, Yantala actually starts to laugh, um, and then she says, come on, just get her. Finally, the, uh, the trooper grabs you by the scruff of the neck, and you feel the needle go in. And that is all you know for a little bit. Oh. Uh, so in a narrative sense, um, I guess I will pull away the curtain of the tension at the moment. I haven't just like killed you guys. Um, but you have been sedated into unconsciousness. You are going to wake up in separate places. And for those purposes, um, I am once again going to do... Uh, everybody's favorite move and uh, ask you to deafen until you are summoned again via discord uh mia you awaken uh, how badly hurt were you in in the conflict if i recall i was pretty much down let me yeah. pull up my old the old character sheet yeah i was at 11 of 12 wounds yeah uh, so i had one left in me uh so when you wake up um you are actually you're gonna have eight wounds restored oh that's nice uh none of your strain is going to come back because you weren't uh actually resting you were just sort of unconscious mm -hmm. you know yeah. Uh, so you feel really uh, rough and kind of groggy. Mm -hmm. Those are your first impressions. Your head kind of has a numb hurt to it. Yeah. Sort of reminiscent of a hangover, but without the same teeth. Mm -hmm. You, uh, that is probably the second thing that you notice. Mm -hmm. um, physically, the room that you are in, you can see that there is like a back to tank in a corner. Uh, okay. There's a very dim light. The room is like a very standard, perfect imperial cube of dark metal, three meters on an edge. You are lying in a bed, um, which brings you to the fourth thing that you notice, which is that you have um, been stripped at some point and are now just kind of covered with a sheet. Okay. Your skin like stinks of the intense antiseptic smell of Bacta. At some point, you were very clearly in the tank. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally, the fifth thing that you notice is that uh, Veleman is in the room. He is not wearing... Interestingly, he has changed out of his, you know, black Sith robes mm -hmm. and is instead wearing an Imperial officer's uniform uh, with lots of, you know, decorations on the on the breast and the epaulets and all of that he uh you are in this moment kind of forcibly reminded of his position as a moth okay where are you taking us that depends entirely on our conversation mia narrows her eyes and waits he is uh give me a vigilance test mia yes Dude. okay uh so you are set a little bit at ease. Uh, you can see that he is 
himself agitated, small movements of like the hands and his brawny arms kind of betray that. You can't really ascertain why, but just knowing that he is worked up for some reason kind of eases your own tension. So I'm going to give mm -hmm. you a strain back. All right, I'll take that. Uh, finally, he actually breaks the silence and he says, you are the only one of your siblings that is not force sensitive. Is my intelligence correct? I would think that a force user as powerful as yourself would be able to sense it for himself. That's a good repost, but unfortunately it's far from the truth. The most powerful of force users can hide their gifts when they wish to. I've never been the most subtle of my siblings. I've observed that for myself. I'm not looking to... And his fist actually clenches and he pauses. He says, I'm not looking to denigrate you. I, I need that if you are not force sensitive. And your, your life and your family's life and all your friends' lives depend on that being the case. So I'll ask again and please answer straightforwardly and honestly. Are you force sensitive or not? No. Okay. I hear the truth in your voice. I need you to speak to your brother. What about? He has gift. He can speak across vast distances. He needs to warn the Jedi Temple. Okay. Take me to him then. When I leave, I will leave the door unlocked. Um, you should dress yourself and I will be waiting outside. Okay. Uh, he turns and he walks to the door. It hisses open and then very quickly shut behind him uh, in a very non-OSHA compliant time frame. Uh, and you're, you're alone in the room. I am going to get dressed. And as I get dressed, I'm going to... Can I do a like... What is it? A, dis, a perception roll. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking for? Just kind of generally perceiving. Anything. Anything that might seem like something I wouldn't already know about a room like this. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Um, so you are looking around. This looks like it is a repurposed sort of detention chamber. Okay. Um, it is that Spartan. Uh, it includes, you know, like the, the biological waste removal and like the water and everything like that, like very much a solitary confinement kind of cell. Um, so what your vigilant, uh, what your, uh, perception test reveals is that the things that do not belong in there, uh, such as the back to tank have been reverse, kind of reverse engineered into here. Okay. Probably especially for you guys, uh, which tells you that you guys were out for a while. Like mm -hmm. there was, there was a, there was a good amount of time probably that you were unconscious, maybe, you know, as long yeah. as eight hours or so. Uh, the yeah. other thing that you realize is that, uh, within these chambers, uh, or within this chamber at the very least, uh, the security unit has been disabled. That's what your triumph tells you. Okay. Uh, so none of this is being observed by anyone so far as you're okay. aware. Interesting. Okay. Um, hmm. I feel as though there probably isn't anything that she could arm herself with in here. Uh, no, your weapon is not available to you. Yeah, and there isn't even anything like, you know, oh, that crowbar over there could be useful. Yeah, so, not really. Like, like if you're looking for improvised weapons, honestly, yeah, it's not. It's not the kind of room. Yeah, that like have that. Okay, maybe like trying room. to, yeah, trying to unscrew like a piece of the sink is yeah. feasible. You could make like a bludgeon out of that. But I probably don't like have this, the time to do it. 
Yeah, as far as quick things go, um, disconnecting like the back to hoses and making mm-hmm. like a garrote or a whip out of it would be decent, um, but it would make a big mess and big it would mess. be fairly obvious. Yeah. yeah. Okay, she's not going to do anything stupid. Okay. She's going to follow Veleman out of the room. All right. Um, so you open, you know, you draw close to the door. It is unlocked. It just opens for you. Uh, he is waiting outside patiently. You see that he's he's like standing at attention. Um, he looks, if it weren't for the fact that at his side, uh, he has a lightsaber instead of his sidearm, he mm-hmm. looks pretty much every inch the Imperial soldier. It's very, uh, probably, I'm not going to tell you how Mia feels, but it's definitely an unusual side of him that you have not seen before is mm-hmm. his, his actual place in this chain of command. Okay. Um, uh, you guys walk down the hall together. Um, up ahead, you can see like a couple of troopers walk by and irritably Veleman like waves his hand, does something forcey like and the uh, big sliding, almost garage door kind of door at the end of the hallway that separates the detention area from the rest of the ship uh, closes and he stops uh, probably six rooms down from where you were standing and kind of looks you in the eye seriously and he says for the moment i am working with you understand that understood okay i assume you also understand that that's the kind of collusion that can't be tolerated in my position completely understand beyond that me speaking with ronis is an impossibility while he is conscious the two of us together are far too detectable as you alluded to before that's why you need to speak to him we tracked your ship while you were on Senec Ray, and foolishly, you left the coordinates in your nav computer on Treywith as well. Mia's heart sinks a lot. <laughs> I cannot hold back an order to destroy the planet. It would compromise my cover immediately. But you can use Ronus's gifts to warn them. Got it. He nods. Um, he says, when you get into the chamber... Turn the dial on the back to chamber all the way to the left. It will put a stimulant in his system and wake him up. He is still recovering. So you you will be doing the talking. Just make sure that he understands. I will. Okay. I am going to leave. When you are done speaking with him, return to your chamber. It should take no more than 10 minutes. Understood? Okay. Understood. He nods curtly and uh, marches down the hall. The... Uh, he takes a different door than the big uh, garage door that separates the detention center. He's clearly still in the area, but he is leaving you to your own devices. All right. Rock and roll. What do you do next? Mia's going to go into the room. Okay. And she's going to uh, talk to Ronis. Yeah. So you have a very uh, similar setup in here. It's again, very obviously like a um, an isolation detention chamber, uh, similar construction. Um, Ronus's robes are in a very similar pile on the floor. You know, thankfully, since he's your brother, he's got kind of like the space medical underwear on in the back to tank. Yeah, that's Uh, good. And he is, uh, just floating there, uh, with the, you know, the breathing mask on in the, in completely submerged in the tank. Uh, his long hair is like flying about all around him, making his look, making it look as if he's in a high but slow wind. She is going to do what Veleman recommended to wake him up. Okay. 
Uh, the effects aren't immediate, but they are very rapid. Probably 10 seconds after you uh, turn on the stimulant, there is like a beep and like a green light chimes. Mm-hmm. And he uh, wakes up. He's like kind of wildly looking around underwater. Uh, he yanks at the mask a few times before he like realizes what is happening and what's uh, going on. And then he squints, uh, getting up really close to the glass. Uh, he actually raps on it. You, you can hear ding, ding, ding. Uh, as he, it seems like maybe he's trying to get your attention. Like he's kind of not entirely lucid. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Um, there, there's like a, like a, like a bubbling. And um, he, you see him like look down at the bridge of his nose irritably. And finally he just nods. We don't have a lot of time. They know that the coordinates to Synect Ray were in the nav computer. Uh, his you- reaction is immediate and violent. He uh, like he grabs at his hair um, and he starts like kind of fumbling around the tank, like trying to get out. But there's no handholds. Can you tell Uncle Luke the way that you reached out to me in my dreams? Can you tell him or Anakin or someone? Um, he stops. He stops flailing. Um, he gets up close to the tank again, and he like he puts his hand up next to his ear. She doesn't uh-huh. know if he, that what that means. She's yeah, just he, kind he, of he like dings on the glass. He like dings on the glass, and he points at his ear, and then he shakes his head. Um, you can give me, uh, you can give me vigilance. I think to kind of make sense of his sign language. Yeah, nope. you've got no idea. No idea. No idea what's going on. Um. Finally, he like takes his hand. Uh, he takes his index finger. Um, you can see him like making circles with it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pantomiming, and he 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 points at you, points at his mouth, and then he points at his ear, and then he makes like a circle with his hand. A uh, verbal description of charades is going to make for a phenomenal pod. Oh my god! Okay, so and I think that's like what like I'm just imagining like a moment of me as sort of like standing there and like sort of like ready for action, bent knees, being like, okay, so me, you. Speak ear. Mm-hmm. You I, can't speak. He he shakes his head. He he points at you and mm-hmm. he makes like a like a flapping motion with his fingers, um, like 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 a clearly like a talking uh, motion. And so then, I need to say it. And then he like spins his index finger in a circle again. I need to turn around and say it. <laughs> he shakes his head violently, and then he like he points at himself. He points mm-hmm. at his ear, and then he shakes his head. You can't hear. And, and he, and he, he makes like an he makes like an affirmative, and he and then he and then like he makes like a therefore like a like a forward gesture with his hands, and they points <laughs> at you, makes the talking motion and the spinning motion again. So uh, you can't hear, therefore I can't speak. What? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. Char- I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm just charge- imagining. Well, I'm just imagining such sibling shenanigans right now and it's yeah, like 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 totally you're, both, like, you're both regressing to like being in being han and like, leia's living room and like completely failing at charades yeah exactly and, uh, or like trying to do some kind of childhood prank but like we can't communicate properly and dad's totally about to find out and chewie already knows it's happening um i'm gonna i'm gonna for, for this engagement um i am going to allow you another vigilance test and I give, Thank God. This time. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you, we go. You realize he's trying to say, I didn't hear, so you need to say it again. Oh. <laughs> um, Mia is going to mime as she talks. Okay. So <laughs> she's going to point at Ronas and she's going to say, You 
and then she's going to like make the yapping noise thing. You need to, and then she's going to flap her arms because there was a bird in her dream. Right. Like in the bird dream, you talked to me and she's going to point to herself and then she's going to make that same exact therefore sign that he made a Mm -hmm. moment ago. And then she's going to say, therefore you talking motion. And then she doesn't really know what to do. So she's going to like, like pretend she like, like sort of like do a beard stroking thing to like imitate uncle Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Um, he gives you a thumbs up. Amazing. <laughs> and I'm so glad that he has the brain cell of the family. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a thumbs up, and then he points at himself, and like he he makes like the head to it on an angle, eyes closed, on like the folded hands sleeping motion, mm-hmm. and then like kind of uh, cro- uh, strokes his beard again. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, strokes his chin to sort mm-hmm. of indicate Uncle Luke. Mm-hmm. And then he gives you another thumbs up. Mia's gonna nod and sort of her face is gonna change because she's done conveying what needs to be conveyed. Um, and she's going to say, "I don't trust him." And she points back towards the door. Uh, he and, makes like a like a chopping motion in his throat, like, "No, definitely not." Yeah. Um, and she's gonna say, "I can't stay, but we need to get back." We need to find each other again once you're out of here and once I'm wherever I am. Uh, he gives another thumbs up and then he makes uh, like a big uh, horizontal circle with his arms. Aww. And she's going to do the same. Aww. <laughs> They're babies. I love them. <laughs> and uh, I think that's where we're going to cut away yeah. from Mia. Okay. I will deafen myself. All right. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I am nervous. <laughs> yeah, um, understandable. Uh, so you wake up and you feel the ground rumbling. Uh, you are lying on something very cold. As you become a little bit more conscious and come out of the like the drugged sleep, uh, you realize that you are lying on the deck of a ship. With your eyes open, uh, you can roll over and see that you are on the ground of it's kind of like a cheap messy ship honestly um there are it's a little dirty uh it's very hot couch guy uh dilapidated um there are bundles of wires and stuff and pieces of junk that are laying around you are inside of wildly like an actual physical jail cell is what it looks like with you know like the vertical steel bars and everything oh well this isn't quite what i hoped for but it could be worse yeah um you have your clothes uh but not much else uh your your gun and your toolkit are somewhere else unknown well i don't like that at all (laughs) Mm-hmm. Especially my toolkit. I know. I need that for. Yeah. It's my, it's my safety blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it's my emotional support toolkit. It is. I'm only half of myself without it. Um. Do I see anyone else around? Uh, no, not immediately. But like your 
your field of vision is very, uh, very sharply cut off by, um, you know, by the fact that you're in this cell. If you got up to the bars, you could look around a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so you come up to the bars, and you can see that you are, one, you're opposite another jail cell, um, which is unoccupied at the moment. Uh, but two, you realize that you're, the ship that you're on is very small, probably why you can actually feel the rumbling. The, you know, the engines are very large in proportion, and the inertial dampeners don't necessarily work perfectly. Um, stretching off to your right, you can see that there are um, like a couple of cr probably very cramped quarters, even more, even more cramped than the cell that you're in, uh, which is oddly roomy. Um, and you can see basically directly back into the engine room. Off to your left, uh, you can see that there is a two-person cockpit, uh, one side of which is occupied by uh, like a very large green alien, probably a Gamorian, if you had to guess, and the other of which has Marfelian in it. Oh no. Oh no. And this, this ship... Um, it seems small. It seems like there's probably not room for all of my friends to be tucked away somewhere. Probably is, not, especially that... given the opposite empty jail cell. Yeah, okay. Oh no, I don't like this at all. I'm really unhappy right now. Um, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, um so i i i have a pretty good feeling i know what's going on i'm just struggling to think like 50 percent me and 50 percent eshka struggling to think what sure. i can what i can do because mm -hmm. i don't know what i can do You're other than a little creature i'm just a little creature and i don't have any have any you know things to use except my my wits um which let, let's not downplay your wits i know i just i'm so i think in this moment eshka is feeling real i i don't think she's gonna stay in this feeling mm -hmm. but i think she's feeling really defeated because she's putting together pretty quickly she's definitely been separated from her friends if she's in a ship that Mars in charge of, it, he's he is almost certainly taking her to collect a bounty on her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have any of her, you know, uh, tools, including weapons. Like it, this is just very <laughs> defeating. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so what? in the midst of this um, sort of sensation, uh, Mar. Actually, it looks back. He says something in like the growling, grumbling language of the green alien, and they both kind of laugh. And Mars stands up, uh, clearly, like not looking at you, pretty clearly intending to do something that involves walking past you. And he notices that you're at the bars of your cell. Uh, and he says, Oh, you're up. You hungry? That's a weird question. Well, I mean, gotta keep you alive. And the, um, the knockout stuff. Uh, you know, the whatever it is. Uh, always makes me hungry. Am I hungry? Um, can you test for me resilience? Sure. Yeah, you're, ra <laughs> you're ravenous. Um, I'm gonna say I 
am fully intending to give some kind of smart reply when my stomach audibly growls and betrays <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, he he actually smiles at that. Uh, a strange, like, kind of non-mocking smile, just like a big, genuine smile. He says, all right, Beck, you like, um, I don't know, like an oblig- obligate con- carnivore, or you eat glass or anything weird, or do you look, do you eat pretty much what I think you should eat from looking at you? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna hit the head, I'll be right back. And he, uh, he walks off. You know, that makes me dislike him even more as Eshka. What? <laughs> what? As, that makes Eshka dislike him even more, because, like, it, it has a vibe of, hey, this isn't personal. I'm just doing a job. I don't have anything against you personally, which like right. is is just even worse somehow. Right. Yeah. He, like he with, can um, he can he can feel free to be nice to you now because you are just an object that he is that he is finally successfully conveying. Yeah. Is oh. Um. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. It it sounded from your description like the cell is kind of in the middle of the room. Uh, so the, the the two cells <laughs> flank either side of a hallway that connects the cockpit to the barracks to the engine room. They're like inset. Oh, you know oh, gotcha, I mean? gotcha. Almost, almost okay. like nooks. Okay. Um, is there any sort? Of, uh, so on the walls that are like on either side of the open where the bars are. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of panel or uh, it wouldn't be a fuse box, but, you know, fuse, but like anything on those walls that could conceivably be within reach if I tried real hard? Uh, So there is a panel that is um, just beyond that wall, if you know what I mean. Like it's it's flush with the open section of your cell in that direction. Uh, So maybe within reach. There, there, there is a panel within reach, is what I would describe. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to wait for now. Okay. I'm gonna right, eat uh, something first, I think. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, I was gonna penalize you if you tried other stuff because you were very hungry. Yeah, no. Um, he returns and he has like it's basically space beef jerky and granola stuff like that, like very basic, like. This is stuff that will sustain carbon-based life kind of things. Yeah. Not necessarily like super good, but, you know, not fast food either. Yeah. It'll get the job done. Yeah. Um, he has it in like a like a handful of plastic packets, and he kind of shoves them through the bottom uh, bar one by one, uh, kneeling, kneeling over to do so. Uh, and he says, that'll... Uh, That'll take care of you, I think. That whole bunch of you. Um, I figure you'll be pretty easy. Um, holler if you need something, I guess. It's not a privilege I give everybody. Uh, but if you do too much hollering, your hollering privileges will get taken away. And uh, I think it goes without saying that if you try anything, I'd rather take half price than nothing at all. So don't try anything. Why do I get hollering privileges? Oh, I like you respect you a little bit, I guess. Um, Gross. Well, not for everybody, I guess. Anyway, and he uh, he starts to walk back down the hall again. Mm. And he, uh, after you dismiss him as gross, uh, he <laughs> sits back up in the uh, the cockpit and tells another, like, 
groaning, grunting joke in Gamorian, and he and the, the big green alien laugh. I will eat my sad little dinner. Mm-hmm. And... Alright, so... I mean, I definitely believe him that if I try anything, he'll just be like, okay, fine. Bye then. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, in which case... The only two things, well, there, there are three things I can think of that could potentially get me out of this situation. Mm-hmm. One would be somehow getting into the walls and not coming out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> considering this is a spaceship and a small spaceship that doesn't seem super doable. Mm-hmm. There doesn't tend to be a lot of space in the walls in right. such a ship. Although I am quite small. Um... But then again, the process of, like, trying to scrape open a metal wall with my bare hands would probably draw some attention. My second option would be to try to try to get him to let me go. The problem is with that is I don't know that I can really appeal to his emotions because he's clearly fine with turning me over, uh even though he likes and respects me or whatever. So I don't think appealing to his emotions will do much good. And I don't, oh, I'm getting a little bit of an idea, but let me, I'm going to keep talking through this. I Mm -hmm. don't know if there's anything I could offer him that would outweigh (laughs) the significant bounty upon my head. Right. Um, The third option would just be to try to escape at some point in the handoff process which is very risky because i have no idea what that process is going to look like and so i can't really plan right you have to play it all the way up to getting to shingo yeah pretty much so i feel like and this was the thought i had as i was talking Mm -hmm. maybe my best option right now which i'm i'm not convinced he would take unless i had a burst of brilliance in convincing him but i'm pretty i'm pretty good at what i do i am a pretty skilled little gremlin i can do stuff mechanically that not everybody can do if i could maybe convince him that i'm of more use to him if he just like hangs on to me and has me work for him maybe that could work again the the we're remind me again what the bounty is right now 70,000 credits yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> so like i could mm, the other thing though with that is like if i help him if i like get him to keep me around that would probably involve me helping him with collecting other bounties and that might involve some stuff that i really don't want to do be involved with but it might at least buy me some time sure it seems like a good first step yeah i'm i'm gonna and and i don't think it's something that he would if you know if he's not convinced i don't think he'd be that mad about it so i'm gonna let a little time pass okay and then i'm gonna kind of you know put my face up to the bars and i'm gonna say so i've been thinking uh, he turns slowly around uh, in the cockpit chair, uh, and he walks up to the uh, the cell. He does have kind of his cockeyed 
uh, kind of smirk on, and um, he says, I was wondering when you'd get around to thinking. They usually do. Uh, as he says that, um, now that you're, you know, not as groggy from the drugs, and, um, you know, you've been fed, uh, why don't you give me um, a perception test? Okay. Okay. Um, so, while you were in the cell, you took note of the fact that the cell actually has a like an actual mechanical lock like it would take a key probably to defer the many kinds of uh you know slicers and mechanics and scum and villainy in the universe who are very used to picking magnetic locks this goes against their expertise probably this is the kind of this is the kind of jail cell that a bounty hunter who hunts other scum and villainy like bounty hunters would create. This is a beat them at their own game kind of door. But uh, Mar and his fashionably tight black jeans, uh, you can actually see that the key is in his right hand pocket. Okay. I will file this information away. Yes. Um, that is what you notice. Uh, as Mar walks up, you take notice of how tight his pants are, effectively. <laughs> um, and how good he looks in them. Could take a hard left at the script and try to get him to let me out by seducing him. <laughs> Finally, uh, you know, an episode and a half in, Eshka uses her feminine wiles. Um, <laughs> so... He, he, you know, he smirks. He says, "Wonder was wondering when you'd get to thinking. The cells usually provoke a lot of that in people. To be fair, I'm always thinking. Sure, yeah. But anyway, what were you I, thinking? I have a particular set of skills. Yeah. Skills which are useful in high demand. And if I may say so myself, which I'm pretty damn good at. Okay. I just think it's a shame to have those skills go to waste by me either being killed by Shingo or rotting in some cell of Shingo's or being enslaved to Shingo when they could be put to use gaining, uh, you know, gains. Around here, you mean, for me. You know, it's, uh, it's a tempting offer. I've seen your work and it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it is. More my concern uh, is less about your resume and more uh, the recommendation from your last employer, uh, specifically the last employer that put the 70,000 credit bounty on your head that I'm going to cash in. To be fair, he's very dramatic. He is, uh, but, you know, a hut's dramatic sense of honor and unwillingness to ever be crossed is... Very profitable for men like me. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, I, hear just... you, I hear what you're saying, but um, it's risky. You know, I work with Shingo. What if he sees you? You know, eventually somebody else in the biz is going to see you. And then I've got a 70,000 credit bounty on my head. Hell, I mean, by the time they see you, probably 100,000 credits. What isn't risky in this business, though? You're a bounty hunter. It's true, but that's why you got to minimize the risk. Um, Eshka, make a, let's see, what's, what's good for this? Um, this is going to be, this is going to be pretty difficult. I will warn you. So it's probably mm -hmm. a good time to make a light side roll. Um, gi uh, give me a, give me a cool roll. Okay. Uh, actually, you know what? Either cool or skullduggery, your choice. 
Okay. And let's say point, you just add a blue die? Uh, I'll add a green die for you if you want to use it. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. I am also going to use a dark side point, but I'm going to use it to upgrade rather than okay. enhance. All right. Is it ready to go? It is, yeah. No. So you start to feel the sort of the outlines of a plan. You know, he's concerned about risk. What you really need, he's worried about Shingo and he's worried about risk. What you really need is something crazy enough to impress him. So when we first met him in game, Mm -hmm. it was during all the portal, there was portal business going on. And if I remember correctly, he didn't seem to care that much about the portals, right? No. Okay. Because I feel like that's probably like the biggest, flashiest thing Eshka's done is, you know, fixed these portals that no one knows right. what they are. I mean, potentially you could point <clears throat> out that you can do that and let his own mind spin up the money-making opportunities there. I'm not saying that that's useless. It's just he doesn't yeah, care about yeah. portals intrinsically. Yeah, but that is, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, okay, here's how I'm going to play it. Okay. I'm going to tell him... You make a good point. On the other hand, I've evaded Shingo and multiple other bounty hunters for this long. So I clearly know something about keeping my nose behind the door or not poking my nose out or whatever the saying is. You know more about it than you know about talking slick. Let's say that. Yeah, that's fair to say. Um, And also, I just, I just don't. Um, Rebecca's having trouble with words. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, so she she knows a thing or two about keeping her head down. That's the phrase, keeping her head mm-hmm. down. <laughs> and her nose behind the door. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and listen, I know last time we saw you on that ship, I know you don't care that much about these portals and the whole portal business that everyone else is in such tizzy over and I get that but I will point out I'm currently the only known person at present who's been able to repair one of those and even if they aren't of much interest or use to you personally I can imagine you might have some clients or jobs who would be very interested in that sort of technology I'm just saying like I'm I'm a good mechanic and I'm a great technician, but I'm not just a mechanic, you know? Um, hmm. give me, give me a charm roll. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just looking at my, uh... Looking at your charm? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I don't think the dice pool was reset. <laughs> uh, no, you accrued some bonuses. Uh, oh. Um, and also rolled the luckiest I've ever seen you roll. Um, that is five successes against, uh, against despair dice in the pool, even. Um, Phew. okay. So he pauses and he thinks, and he says, that's a good point and a tempting offer. And I've seen you do it before. It's the kind of thing that I could sell. And he pauses and he smirks and he says, I could sell it to Shingo. Oh yeah, you could. Okay. Here's what okay. We'll do. He says, okay, here's what we'll do. And then we're going to cut away from you. Uh, mostly oh. because I think I mostly because I think that's a very funny time to do it. It but is that, that that is very cool. That is not how I um that is not how I picture that going. 
Me neither. I'm really proud of Eshka right now. Yeah. The gates angle I never even considered when I was plan and when I was planning things. That's it's like the main angle. thing I was thinking about. I'm like, she's the only person currently known in the galaxy who could fix these things. That's gotta count for something, Mark. Right. Okay. <sighs> All right. All right, you are all set. And I'm going to summon in somebody new. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Uh, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Been a weird day, but yeah. Yeah, yeah same. Uh, but it's um, a very normal day for Kiyama. Oh, absolutely. Nothing abnormal happening here. No, not at all. Uh, which is to say, um, you wake up. Um, you are on a cold, flat surface. Um, you have been laid out on like a bed or cot. It is very uncomfortable. Um, several articles of your clothing have been kind of stripped away, but you are still, we'll say, mildly clothed. Um, your wounds have been covered with like stim packs and bandages and things like that. You have um, you've received some wound treatment, although not like a full uh, back to treatment. Okay. Question: With my sedated nap, does my strain come back? Your strain does not come back, um, but you okay. are going to you are going to recover uh, six wounds. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, in the room with you, as you sort of groggily come to under your sheet um there is a kind of bored looking imperial officer uh he is on the tall side and has a shaved head so there's like a moment of shock where you are worried it is velamin uh until you recognize sen interesting okay oh yeah we're playing uh, we're, we're playing all the hits today all the hits okay um is, is that all uh, yeah, he is, he, he looks bored. Um, he is kind of like tapping his foot idly, um, kind of like dinging his fingers against his armor. Um, and as, uh, like as you regain consciousness, but before you move, you see him pull like a device away from his utility belt. He's checking his, uh, chronometer. Okay. Um, he, he looks over at you at that point. In classic Kiyama style i'm going to groggily sit up and just sort of make eye contact with him and say i have a feeling someone's waiting for me to wake up wow you must be a jedi wow what gave it away oh the talk about feelings uh so you're not gonna visit with the big guy the moth velamin um i'm going to use sense sure I want to sense out to Sen and try and figure out if he's just kind of what the vibe is at the moment. Oh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the vibes are fucked. Uh, oh, the vibes like, are totally fucked. But I kind of want to know, is Sen, like, bored? Is he intimidated? I, I just want to know what's going on in his head. Sure. Um, um, I'll roll the dice for you since yeah. you have trouble with that. They don't like me. Oh, sweet. So, oh, hang on. Let me get to my page. Let's see how many do I have to use. I think I can just use two. Yep. So oh, I so can both. sense the. Yeah, I'll use both of the light side to sense the current thoughts of one living target. Oh, you get his thoughts. I um, do get so his thoughts. He is. Uh, he is scared. Sure. 
uh, both of you and of Velamin. Um, he is irritated. Um, his his predominant thoughts are, um, I hope she doesn't kill me, and I hope he doesn't kill me, and he is worried about Mia. He knows Interesting. That she is on, he knows that she is on board. Interesting. Okay. Um, so knowing that, I'm going to just sort of get up um, and kind of start stretching, trying to figure out how... How sore am I? <laughs> uh, you're pretty um, damn sore, but you also yeah. notice that you're... Um, I mean, you still got plenty of both stimulants and uh, sedatives pumping through your system. Okay. So you're feeling kind of like weird on drugs as well. Interesting. Okay. You're, prob- you're probably going to be a lot more sore tomorrow is how you feel. Yeah, like this is the like, okay, this is rough. And it's going to be even more rough. Um, then while I'm doing that... Uh, I'm going to turn back. He says, as you turn back to him, he's like, do you want to put your robes back on? I just sort of shrug. And I'm like, like, is he, is he offering them or is he like, (laughs) they're they're like, they're like, you notice now that you've stretched a little bit that they're like crumpled in a pile at the the foot of your cot. And I'll go grab them and just sort of like, I'll put my outer robe on just because I'm not, I'll just be like strangely courteous coming from you guys. Yeah. So. What kind of short straw did you draw to get in here? Well, my punishment for aiding and abetting Mia and you guys on Felucia was initially to see her executed. Now I'm being told that's not going to happen. It's less, I think, about short straw and more about leverage. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes, that's for sure. And then I'll not- turn and face him again and be like, where's Velamin? He's on the ship. Um, he doesn't want to... Okay, so I have to deliver a message, effectively. Um, and I'll try and... Exp- I've been briefed. <laughs> um, and his nervousness is starting to like show on his face. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not going to talk to you or to Ronis for a while, I guess. Something to do with, um, something to do with being sensed. Um, too many force users in proximity feeling, you know, feelings. Um, I don't know. I guess it's bad for you guys. Something like that. Um, but he, he says he wanted me to say to you, if our plan is to succeed, I need to learn some of your Jedi calm, whatever that means. And my mouth kind of opens in that just like I'm about to say something contradictory. And then I want to still using that sense. Do I feel anything like that coming from Sen? Like the Force? Is he Force sensitive? Oh, is he Force sensitive? Yeah. Uh, no, he's not. That's uh, that's very evident to you. He is, okay. Uh, In- he's very mundane. So when he says calm, what does exactly does he mean? Like uh, just so just me, like uh, to chill and like not and she me- kind of gestures at Sen, be like not acting like you right now. Uh, give me a cool roll. Give me the coolest roll you got. The coolest roll I have. Right. Well, right. Um, so you are you actually are uh, remaining very calm and um, you got a threat as well. But I will um, say that uh, the some some of that is that that is washed out or more accurately that washes out some of the triumph. Um, okay. But I, I will I will give you a strain back. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Um, he he sh- he kind of spreads his hands. He says, I again, it's all secondhand. But he um, what did he say? I. Uh, 
his practices are different. That's why he won't talk to you. It's the, he sounds like somebody's watching him, but I don't, you know, I don't know who's watching him off. Um, but he, he sounds like somebody's watching him. Like he's afraid somebody's going to notice if the, if he, if his emotions are too strong, it's kind of, kind of how he described it. He wants to, um, I don't know. He like, wants to chill out or he wants you. Wait, am I teaching you how to chill him out? No, no. He, 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 he needs to learn. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. Oh fuck. And I just sit on the bed again. <laughs> <laughs> Famous Jedi calm, I guess. Um, well, it's one thing to teach someone when you're able to be with me. It's another thing to teach someone through you. No offense. Oh, not, and him not, is... not through me. He just wanted to see if you would agree. I'm not. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying to be involved. Mm, I see. Well, then, yes, you can tell him yes. And then if you on the condition that he answers a question of my own. Oh, man. OK. Um, oh, darn. You have to. Yes, oh darn. Like <laughs> and she kind of grins at that and she's going to say ask him when the last time I had seen him when was the last time I had seen him before I ran into him on Boda Jeff. Oh, Jesus. Um Now if you know the answer, I'll take it from you as well. I, I don't I don't know, lady. Like you you showed up on Boda Jeff and you ruined my career. <laughs> um man, fine. Fine. Is how is, can you, can you reach out and see how Mia's doing? Is she nearby? Yeah, she's on, uh, she's on board. I mean, like, is she, like, next door, or how far away is she? I had three, four cells, maybe. Oh, yeah. And I'll reach out towards Mia. Do I need to do another sense roll for it? Um, yeah, please. Okay. Let's see if it works for me. I want to try. <laughs> yeah, go for it. It's not going to, but, uh, No. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with it. I don't know what the deal with that is. I might have to try it in Chrome one day. Oh, three. Sweet. I'll use it. I don't, I don't think I have any um, range upgrades. So it's just what would be considered within short range. I'm hoping three cells isn't too far. Yeah, I'll allow it. Um, makes sense. It would make sense with the story if I have an NPC be like, hey, can you do this for me? And then like, just, oops, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry, man. Um, yeah, and so I'll. I'll try and keep it really broad too to not draw any attention. Just try and see, okay, who's near me as well. Like, do I sense Ronus, Eshka, G? Yeah. Uh, so within your um, within your kind of range, I'll say that um, you can feel um, you can feel Ronus and Mia and G. Okay. Um. Ronus is hurt, but recovering. Um, his emotional state is like, I don't know, like not um, like he is stealing himself for something. He's about to do something very difficult. You don't know what, oh, but he's Lord. Like kind of like bravely uh, taking up some kind of mantle. Um, Mia feels like a kind of like a love and a closeness and also like a brave determination it's weird to see how similar their emotional states are you're getting oh, it's a, like i'm getting the weird like oh fuck these are skywalkers vibes yeah, you're, getting, you're getting a glimpse into the part of what it's like to be a skywalker yeah <laughs> um g is uh g is unconscious at the point at this point still okay the, their uh their constitution is pretty frail so you wouldn't be surprised if the the sedative is taking longer on them 
Okay. Um, for Ronus, just because if he does something dumb, God help us. Um, so I'm just going to kind of like do a little bit of like a, again, don't know if it'll work, but just sort of like a chin up, not nudge, just like, it's okay. I'm fine. Sure. It'll be fine. Just trying to get him to tone, <laughs> tone chill down. for a second <laughs> to tone the fuck down, buddy. Okay. Like, you know, he won't understand, but just be like, this is fine. It's okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let that play out. We'll see. How, we'll see where that goes. I'm not going to resolve it right at this moment. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll, I know. we'll see how it goes. Okay. But then with that, um, I'll turn to send and kind of look a little confused because the weird feelings of love and he's in here. And I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Definitely like a, like a filial love, like a, it, oh, like, like, a- like uh, if you had to guess based on the similar emotional states, um, Mia, Mia has communicated with Rona somehow. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So a little bit, okay. Not as confused, but no. I'll turn to Sen and I can say she's all right. Okay. She's, she's okay. Okay. Then I will, um, I'll pass along the message. Uh, Come back with my answer. I will. Um, and he exits the room. Um, while he is, he's going to be gone for an amount of time. Uh, mm-hmm. but you you know, based on body language and his urgency, you probably imagine he's going to come right back with the answer. Um, do you want to do anything in your cell while you are here? Or are you just going to you know, um, pra- practice that famous Jedi calm? Um, <laughs> for Kiyama, that looks a little different. Um, I'm going to uh, investigate my cell a bit, pace around, try and just sort of see what is, how am I being held? How secure are these locks? Like, is it something I can manipulate with the force? Um, is my lightsaber in here? As I like, kind of go through my clothes where I tried to hide it. Um, oh yeah, your lightsaber's definitely not in here. I'm assuming that because when he was like, "Hide your lightsabers," well, I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean, asshole?" Um, but yeah, that's kind of. And then eventually, I'm assuming I'll get uh impatient and then i will try to just sit and meditate and try and work on this jedi calm that i'm apparently gonna have to teach velaman so okay um about 20 minutes go by your cell is not particularly interesting you're in um it's it's very clearly like it's it's a detention block cell it's meant for um you know solid solitary confinement functionally everything uh that a person could need is in here you know you have um you have biological waste disposal. You have like a sink. Uh, you have a bed. Very little else is in here. The um, give me a uh, perception test, if you would, please. Perception. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm gonna take back that strain. Uh, Darn it. Face around, kind of frustratedly. Uh, you That's... don't notice anything extraordinary, and your meditation yeah. isn't going great. Yeah. Um. About 15, uh, no, excuse me, about about a half hour later, uh, Sen returns. He is carrying um, like a long, broad, thin box. Um, it, it looks, it's it's silvery, not uh, matte the way most metal and imperial tools is. Um, it looks for all the world um, like a poker chip case. Uh, okay. And uh, he sets it down at the... Uh, the opposite edge of the cot from the one that you're sitting on as you try to meditate. And he says, I've been instructed to bring this to you. I don't know what it is. I have not opened it. Um, apparently when you open it, 
you will know what to do. But this is the last thing I was instructed to do. So I'm going to get the hell away from you. Did he say anything? Nope. He just told you to open it as soon as you got it. Fine. And I am going to not stick around for that and wish you the best of luck. And he exits very quickly. You can hear the heavy ka-chunk as the magnetic lock is re-engaged. Okay. I guess I turn around and uh, I grab the box and I open it. All right. (laughs) Um, In the box, uh, which is surprisingly heavy given its size, there is a power switch and an emitter. Uh, This is a portable hollow projector. Uh, Nestled within it in a crevasse is your lightsaber. I'm going to leave the lightsaber in there for now. And I'm going to take out the holo emitter, or I will activate it. Yeah. Um, standing in front of you, the, the holo emitter is very powerful. Standing in front of you, slightly larger than life-size, actually, is a crisp blue projection of Velamin. He is not wearing his Sith robes, uh, but instead is wearing a Grand Moff's uh, Imperial outfit, uh, heavily decorated across the chest. It's the first time you've seen him in Imperial Officer uh, garb. You clean up good. Thank you. Uh, he kind of looks you over and he says, you as well, I suppose. And I look down to just the battered self with just my outer robe on. I'm like, huh, yeah. You're wearing underwear and an open bathrobe, basically. Pretty much. I'm like, this is a rough day. <laughs> like, <laughs> my fucks have been left behind. I am... I am unsure if sending Sergeant Barrick was the most tactful way to handle this, but at each stage of this, we need to enforce our agreement, I suppose. I, his jaw kind of works, and he's clearly thinking about how to express something. Mm-hmm. He says, I, what we will do requires cooperation on both our parts, if not trust to expedite that confirming at each stage that we can and are willing to do what needs done seemed best i think we can work to something along those lines i mean you haven't killed me twice already there's some level of trust there yes but first before we go any further i need to know how long had it been since i had seen you when i ran into you on boda jeff three months i only saw you briefly but i knew what your purpose was, or I thought. You have more of an inkling than I did, do, still. Why are you asking me to teach you to be calm? I, what I may tell you is perhaps going to sound somewhat impossible or fantastic, but the dark side is a pathway to abilities that many may find unnatural. My master has an ability to control others to subsume their will Uh, to different degrees i've seen him exercise this power i learned recently that this was how he had ensured his longevity moving from body to body i believe that when i saw you you were under his thrall because he was testing you effectively seeing if seeing if he could transfer himself to you more permanently clearly he either decided against this or Something else happened. I leaned towards something else. 
he is lately, I have seen from his mind, I think he would prefer, I think he would prefer to have you as an apprentice and instead steal my body away from me. That is why I'm willing to cooperate with you. I, I fear my own master's treachery. And I think that perhaps you might have an investment in preventing that from happening as well. We are in the same boat, as they say. Yeah, I've wanted him dead since I kind of guessed at that. Might be why I can't remember those six months. I think so. I Often when I am imbued with his power, the memory of the incident fades. He channels it into me much more limitedly, but his presence is often with me nevertheless. And that is why I need to learn uh, the calm that is the hallmark of your order. The emotional pathway to power that the Sith rely upon is exactly what enables him to uh, imbue himself within me. I need, in short, a way to fight him off. Kiyama has just almost facepalmed at this point and is just... I can teach you what I know, but I think you're asking the wrong Jedi. I am not great at being calm. Then have have Ronus help when he's well. Have have the have the Baron Doe assist as well if he's willing to work with me. That's not. I wasn't saying no. I was saying I worry I'm just as much a liability as you because he's already found me. Well, that's why we're not meeting. I both of us. Strong emotions in one room, it's a, it's a danger. It's a liability because it's yeah. more detectable. Okay, well, then this might be good for both of us. Um, what's my hand have to do with this? And she holds up the branded one. I don't know. When I saw you, you didn't have that. Okay. As I said, you only, I only saw you briefly. My master doesn't generally make a habit of parading his forms in front of me. I've never, uh, I've never actually seen his true form, I suppose, or whatever his base form is. Wait, are you saying I was him? For some amount of time, limitedly. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. Well. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know to, I don't know to what extent, but some portion of him was in you, yes. Okay. Um, do you want to do this first lesson now? Because I could definitely use one. I am willing. Yes, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, sit. And <laughs> Kiyama is just going to, like, very briefly, um, she's assuming that Velaman knows some, like, some concept of meditating within the Force. Yeah. Um, their methods might be different, but the, the thing of, like, okay, sit down, close your eyes, sh- you know, shut out everything, and, but instead of the way I imagine it being for her when she is trying to meditate and be calm and it is more being one with the force and it is the sitting in a like gentle stream of water, letting it just slowly surround you and just sort of like almost like a sense, like eventually becoming like a sensory deprivation tank of you are both very aware of yourself and your position in the water, but it also kind of, becomes a little bit fluid and it's that balance okay so interesting um make me a let's see please don't let it be education <laughs> no i mean it's gonna be eventually i will warn you uh, i make know me a, make me a discipline test please 
Okay, can I use a light side point? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to add a green to this. Okay, I'll take care Wait. of that for you. You got it. Okay. And you'll swap it over. Yep. Okay. Difficulty's all set. Okay. okay. Four successes. It's um it's a very good first lesson. Okay. And uh, that is where I'm going to cut away from you. All right. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going. That has been the the standard answer to that question. Uh, so VC twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. It's been going for a little while. Um, so you are sort of unusual in that um, rather than uh, being sedated, um, you were just uh, shut down for a little while. They put uh, they put the senator in sleep mode. Uh, when you have been uh, turned back on uh, from sleep mode, you are sitting uh, in a chair. It is a plush, uh, very comfortable chair, or at least it would be for an organic. You are looking out um, very clearly what is uh, the captain's quarters or maybe maybe even admiral's chambers on the uh, in in the private area of a starship. In front of you is uh, Darth Veloman, who has uh, changed out of his Sith robes and is now wearing Imperial dress grays. Um, he is very close to you, actually. He's you know withdrawing from hitting the switch uh, on the back of your neck to you know turn you back on. Am I bound in any way? Nope, you were entirely free. You are still wearing your leather jacket, but you have been relieved of your brass knuckles. Although you may still punch him if you are so inclined. That does not seem like the optimal way to begin negotiations. <laughs> um, yeah, um, does he seem like he wants to talk to me? Uh, yeah, after he withdraws all the way and he's standing, uh, he, he's kind of looking down, uh, like like peering back and forth at you. And finally, he's, he says, Senator, can you hear me? Are you fully hear you. Re- ah, good. You're fully rebooted. Um, I appreciate your cooperation so far. Thank you. You are probably wondering to an extent about the, uh, the ruse that uh, G and Kiama and I perpetuated. Yes? Very much so. Um, I don't know how much, uh, detail I can go into per se, but, um, I am trying to reach an agreement for my own self-preservation. Uh, my relationship with my master, I, I, that's the word, um, has changed very rapidly. And I require, I require Kiyama and probably Ronus's assistance, perhaps G's as well. It does create a certain amount of political difficulty as I your your being taken prisoner was unfortunately very public. I'm sorry to hear that. It's not the worst thing. I I wanted to speak to you because you have influence, but also you are, at least from the perception that I have gained, something of a leader or mentor figure to your companions. As far as I can tell, there are perhaps two options, and you can Tell me what suits you best. I can give you the tools and the leeway necessary to effect an escape attempt that I will surreptitiously make it make sure is successful when we pull into the next port. Or you can be transported with the ship itself all the way back to Agamar, where you can 
make another attempt, I suppose. It um, is mostly contingent on where you want to be left off and to what end you wish to serve once you are there. The Empire, and he, he, he very literally snorts and kind of pulls disdainfully at the, at the uniform, is merely a, to, a means to an end. And since I no longer am interested in that end, I have no real further need for it. I admit that hearing that comes as a small relief to me. Yes. Well. Have you spoken with my friends? Some. Uh, limitedly. Have you presented them with the same options? Uh, well, no. I mean, you, you're you their leader. Where are they going? Well, wherever you say. Um, the Bothan is going with, well, has gone with, uh, Felian, presumably back, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever hellhole, uh, the huts want him to bring her to, uh, but the rest of your, rest of your companions are still on board. Do you want to, I can drop you off on Bothawi if you want to acquire another Bothan. I understand there. Their services are probably pretty invaluable, especially for, uh, one with a mechanical body. We are rather attached to this particular Bothan. Oh. So I think that my friends and I would like to pursue the plan that allows us some opportunity of saving her the soonest. Hmm. I see. Let me think on that. I can put you down. Well, not put you down, but we can create an opportunity for an escape attempt along one of the one of the hyperspace lanes that will lead back to hut space the quickest. We're well outside of Imperial space here, but once we pass back through the portal, I can put you down on the edge of Trade Federation space. Um, perhaps even get out a little closer to the core, depending. Although uh, your friends in the Republic may not be as interested in or convinced by my change of heart vis-a-vis the um, the Empire. Chris, I'm trying to think of what to say to that. Um, okay, good. Yeah, basically, I'd like to. Um, I want to get the gang. Hunting for Eshka as quickly as possible, um, but I I also feel like now is a good time to indicate that I am I at least understand that he's sticking his neck out for us and don't want to make things unduly difficult for him. Sure, uh, you can give me uh, just like a charm roll. Um, try and express that sentiment. Okay. Um, he uh, looks at you kind of blankly. The you know the the anger and malice that has fueled him so often in interactions in the past, seems to have kind of, not burnt out of him, but is at bay. Um, He somehow seems to be enjoying like a modicum of genuine peace. Uh, Give me a vigilance test, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Uh, With two successes, the the impression you get is he seems almost uh, like Kiyama or Ronis. There's like a odd, almost... Jedi-like palm to him, like a like a centering, as opposed to his frenetic and angry demonstrations in the past. Man, his uh, old master was not a good influence on him. No, it doesn't quite seem that way. Um, the two of you take some time, and uh, with a little bit of planning, uh, he says that uh, based off of where the uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Based on where the portal is going to let you guys out, um, he is going to be able to enable an escape attempt um, when you guys reach a Broa Sky. 
which if you're looking on the map, is in square N8. It says that's the closest sensible destination that he can find um, that will let you get into hut space quickly. There's a port there where you can steal a ship. Uh, is there anything else that you uh, want to say to him while you know you guys are hanging out together? Um, I mean, there are a lot of questions that I have for this man right now, but he's also historically not been the most talkative guy in the world. Sure. And I'm kind of afraid of rocking the boat. Okay. Um, I'll say with the quality of vigilance that you've got, you could probably get away with if, you know, based on VC20's long history of different volatile organics and things like that, you could probably get away with two questions is your sort of Bayesian estimate of his uh, mental state right now, Dude. which is a, which is about four questions more than you have ever felt like you would get away with before. That sounds about right. Um, I guess the, the most pressing concern is um, what we need to do to make sure the escape attempt is uh, successful and discreet. Unfortunately, the troops with me are very good. Um, discretion may be important only up to a point. I think that I'll have to be, I will have to do some plotting in the next week or so during transit. When the time comes, I will be able to give you more specific instructions. And then the second question, because the senator cannot help himself, mm -hmm. um, is, um, I mean, obviously the senator can't just like magically, uh, promise him a pardon or anything. Um, <laughs> but he he would like to ask if there is anything that we can do um, to, I guess, support Velamen during these trying times. Um, since, you know, he, he is uh, undergoing some character growth, we want to support that. Uh, he looks baffled by the question. Uh, he says, what, what do you mean support? Like, do I need some kind of military aid? I don't know if that would be fully appropriate. That would definitely give away the game. Is there anything that we can do to help you settle into your new, the destiny that you are creating for yourself without the Empire? He, um, he is experiencing a whole new emotion you've never seen before. He's shocked. This is the destiny I'm creating for myself. I am not certain that I'm ready to defect yet. The position of Moff still affords me access to Agamar, which is critical because that is where my master currently resides. I think for at least some time part of the ruse will be wearing this and he like taps the uh, medals and awards pinned to the chest of his uh, imperial dress grays um i understand no unfortunately the the ship is on its course no matter no matter what i do to the rudder at this point war will continue i need to be able to remain on the inside for the moment he's like lost in thought and he says We'll have to speak again on this, Senator. I, I thank you. Thank you. He nods uh, and he stands back up um, away from the map that you guys have been pouring over. And he says, if you exit the room, uh, the troopers there will escort you to your quarters. They're better than what your friends have gotten, but still uh, you will be confined to them, unfortunately. Appearances and all. Understood. Uh, DC20, give me another charm roll, please. Okay. Uh, so with a triumph and a success... Um, I will say that you have affected him. You've created a very effective impression on him. Uh, and before you leave, he actually puts out his hand 
uh, for you to shake. I return his handshake. All right. Um, we'll allow you to recover two strain. Um, and when you return to your quarters, which are actually relatively nice, um, there is an Imperial mechanic there who can re- repair up to five points of wounds for you. That fills up the wounds tank. Excellent. Um, and then I am going to uh, conclude with the senator for the night. Hey, how's it going? All right, how are you? Good. Uh, You awake in a cell. Um, It is cold and dank, sort of uncomfortably dry, probably for you, since you live in a planet that is just all gas all the time. (laughs) Um, You have had uh, a lot of your clothing removed, and in several places... uh, your wounds have been uh, covered up with stim packs and bandages. Your wounds have been attended to. You are going to recover six of them, uh, but your strain is not recovered since you did not actually get any rest. You were just sort of unconscious. Got it. Um, can I see anything from the cell? Anything like... Uh, you? So it is a relatively standard um, so, uh, solitary confinement chamber. Uh, you have like... Uh, biological waste removal, you have a sink, you have a uncomfortable cot on which you were lying, and a uh, a locked door. Uh, you are uh, by yourself otherwise. All right. I'll, I'll chill for a bit. Okay. Uh, so you are chilling um, probably for close to an hour. You Do you reach out with the force at all? Are you capable of doing sense? Or are you... Nope. Don't okay. have any, any sort of sense, so... So you're just kind of centered, um, less reaching out with your feelings and more reaching inward with your feelings. Yeah, just trying to meditate, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, after some time, a um, an imperial officer enters the room. Uh, he is a tall human, not as tall as G, um, with the like the, a very standard like uh, trooper armor on, although it is slightly more decorated. He looks to be. Uh, like a sergeant or uh, maybe a lieutenant. Uh, kind of difficult to tell. I don't know that Xi is necessarily super familiar with Imperial officer grades. Uh, but he has a shaved head and like dark eyes and dark eyebrows. And he says, wow, I um, am I intruding? No, please come in. You're the one that can shoot lightning, right? I've been known to. Hope you won't take offense if I stand on the other side of the room then. Fair enough. I think I've met everyone uh, except for you. I'm uh, Sergeant Sen Barrick. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah, you as well. Um, look, uh, Sen, um, I have to deliver a message uh, from the Moth, uh, the the Darth. Uh, Velamin, you would know him. Very well. Um, he he, he kind of sighs and like he looks up into his left like he's remembering. He's saying, the, the Darth wants me to tell you that Due to uh, complications, he should meet with you. Um, wants me to uh, get permission from you uh, to uh, learn from you. I think, um, yeah. Sorry, can you repeat that? Um, Darth can't meet you, and he wants to know if you'd be willing to uh, instruct him 
to to teach him. His, his face kind of like he looks baffled. He can't you know imagine anybody teaching anything to this guy. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. Okay. Um, weird day. Really. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. I'll be back. I'm gonna return your message, and my guess is I'm gonna come back with a box for you. Just hang on. And he uh he leaves, and you can hear like the heavy metal ka-chunk as re-engaged. Um, a short while after that, uh, he returns in every box in his hand, and uh, long and broad, near to meditating, and backs away nervously. It's the tendrils, I guess. And he backs out of the room. Once more, you hear that heavy chunk. All right. Oh, uh, are there any any like Just. equivalent of camera? Uh, oh, that's um, oh, what I had set up. Do you maybe? Okay, have, I think uh, I have fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um would you like me to re-roll or yeah just please assume yeah. i have failed okay okay uh some threat um you don't find anything i uh, you don't really know a whole bunch about security systems and you find yourself wishing that eshka were here yeah i could definitely use that uh all right i'll pop open the the case uh so that its back is sort of to the door then i guess okay uh within uh, you see two things. There is like a heavy mechanism inside um, with a switch and a very large um, or relatively large for the size of the case, a hollow emitter nestled inside among the mechanisms uh, is the lightsaber that you were wielding when you were captured. All right. I'll pocket that, like strap that on uh, and then uh, switch on this hollow emitter and see what that says. Okay. Uh, when you switch on the hollow emitter, you see uh, actually Velamin. Uh, he is not wearing his Sith robes, uh, but is wearing an Imperial officer's uniform uh, with many awards and medals on the chest. He is actually leaned over something. Looks like he's uh, reading something on a computer terminal when you call him effectively. Uh, but noticing that the his presumably his corresponding hollow emitter has switched on uh he stands uh turning towards it and uh kind of puts his hands behind his back he says she you've regained um, consciousness uh, uh, there's uh i'm fine thank you and yourself it's not really a question he like he's clearly struggling with these pleasantries i've done better but so it goes as a brief uh explanation of the situation as i informed uh Lirkyamasuka, my relationship with my master has changed of late specifically i think that it is time that it comes to an end it's my understanding there's a classic way to end things in the sith tradition are you hoping that it comes to an end in that way or a different way i have not reached a decision yet and i am not going to make haste in that direction you see my master is possessed of uh, very powerful abilities. He can uh, subsume the mind and will of others, uh, even very limitedly taking complete control of them, eradicating their thoughts and their memories, submerging their personality entirely. And if he does this for long enough, he can simply take over that body, abandoning his old one. This is how he's achieved such longevity. I know it is, I'm certain it sounds fantastical, but it's 
It is true. I'm familiar with the technique. Uh, he goes very rigid, and he says, "Is this were you were you taught this by the Baron Doe?" No, the Baron Doe have a tradition that is designed to potentially protect against something like this. Though I do not know that. Um, uh, I was offered this technique uh, and saw it firsthand by who I believe was your master's master, uh, Darth Tenebris. Impossible. My master claimed that he killed Tenebris. Ooh, and you just said yourself that if... Which is exactly my concern. I'm sure you can understand. I need yeah. to find some way to deny my master this ability. Some negation of his power. Until I have found such a thing, ending things in the classical way, as you say, will be pointless for nothing. So my conundrum is that his power and influence is strongest over a person when their emotions are strongest. I have been speaking with Lirkia Masuka, and I intend to speak with Ronis Organa as well to calm and still myself, to work around the traditional Sith sources of power. Is it any emotion? Again, I could not honestly say. All I can confirm is anger. I have seen fear be effective, but that is for lesser creatures. Well, I'd be uh, happy to offer anything I can, though, to be perfectly honest, they're probably a better bet with respect to denying yourself emotions. I thought as much. What I really wanted to learn was, I do not wish to completely pursue the Jedi way. That feels too much like weakness. You have achieved something closer to what I might find desirable, a willingness to unleash and indulge emotion and the power to control it when control is necessary. I could be persuaded to learn this path as well, to choose my own destiny outside of my master, as the robot put it. I would be more than happy to teach you anything that I know. The only real desire I have in return is that it is a reciprocal agreement when possible. Yes. For starters, I will teach you how to construct a proper lightsaber. Your attempt in the box is amateurish, and I considered not giving it back to you because it should embarrass you. To be perfectly honest, this is not my work. I have not quite had time to go on that endeavor. This is sort of a, a stopgap, if you will. Um, I see. Then we will have to undertake that at a later time. And I... Th um, I think that uh, I'm ready to cut back to the to the full group scope. Cool. Unless there's more things that she wants to say. I think the only thing was... Uh... So, what would you like to know first? Did we all have fun? I had a great time. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, man. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. hey. Did, everybody back. Have, did everybody have fun? Sure. <laughs> Those of you who are on Velamin's ship, uh, because, spoiler alert, that's not everybody. Mm. Oh, intrigue. Mm. Intrigue. Uh -oh. um, mm. Are slowly apprised 
over the course of the next week or so of um you know doing various things uh me i would imagine you uh visit ronus fairly often especially once he is uh detanked um other people are uh, largely confined to their rooms however uh, Mia is the only one with any real freedom of movement for some reason um but those of you who are uh doing instruction continue with that um learning continues um you are apprised generally of a plan to get off the ship over time it is made clear through various communications to you that when the ship makes its next stop um you are to attempt an escape and we are going to flash forward a week in the future when you receive a message that simply says it is time interesting and we will uh see how escapes and so on go next week all right okay so I know a few of the people who are on the ship, and two of you are the only suspects of who's not on the ship. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. It's like no. a game of it's like a game of Clue where you try to figure out who got killed. I know. There's two people I can't find. Mm. So, mm. all right. All right. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that should just be our closeout section, just like. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, <laughs> good night, you fucking nerds. This is off topic, but every time someone says Craig, I think of old Greg and that old YouTube video, and yes. it throws me for a loop. <laughs> I drink Bailey's out of a shoe. <laughs> no. I'm old Greg. I haven't seen that video in years, and then it just comes flooding back. Oh my god. I know. Like, I can see it vividly in my head. I can't remember as much of the quotes as I would want. <laughs> I'm old but. Greg. Like most British humor, it goes on for about 30% too long, but it is very funny. I is that where it came from? Old Greg I guess until yeah. there's some oh, little reminder that it all it's comes rushing back. From, it, believe it or not, it's not a Bailey's commercial. It's a bit from a British show called, um, oh, something fucking dumb. Mighty Boosh, I believe. Mighty Boosh, yeah. It's just, it's the kind of thing that when I first saw it, I, it was the, it's the quality that, okay, knowing it was maybe some sort of sketch comedy bit that makes sense. But I was like, the quality of this is so low. Like, did a bunch of kids, just college kids just make this one day? Like, no, it's, it's not, it's not college kids. It's just, uh, just Turf Island.